Hello, everybody. My name's Jack Howard. I'm here with the chief film critic at The Independent, Clarice Lockery. Hello. And I'm here with Joa Kimwin, who's one third of the Cyber Nerds. What's good? And this is a bonus episode of the screen test. This is a bit different to what we usually do, but we're going to talk about the long-awaited arrival of Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. So let's just jump into it. Like, Joe, you're a massive fan of the DC world and comics in general. Were you campaigning for this release? Are you satisfied by it? How do you feel? Yeah, um, massive fan of it. Uh, I really enjoyed the Snyder cut. And yeah, we was campaigning for it on our channel. I feel like ever since uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman um, and like everything happened with Justice League. <laughs> I um, love that title. We, <laughs> I love that people are starting to call it that. <laughs> we, was, we, was on it, we was on it hard because I feel like I've always been a, a, a big fan of Man of Steel and just the way Zack Snyder makes his films and like just knowing that the whole movie was out there somewhere and that we could possibly get a version. I felt like it was just important to just keep talking about, to keep talking about. And I actually rate DC for coming out and just letting him do it. Obviously, being a pandemic and all this other stuff played a part. But I just felt like this is justice and it's, it's, it's mad because the fans rarely ever win mm -hmm. like this. And I feel like it's a massive win for that. And this movie just had to be better than Justice League. And I feel like it's way better than the theatrical cut. I almost feel like it's not worth comparing the two. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like it's, that's not the same film. Yeah, it's not, it's not the it same It just shows film. you how important it is for a director to take charge of, of their own movie and what, the, what difference a voice can make. Yeah, it's actually know. mad. It's actually mad. Because it's the, the same plot, but it's a completely different film. Yeah, it's mad because just the characterizations of the characters, um, and that was one of the things for me that about the 2017 Justice League that really pissed me off. Like, was they just like messed up Batman? Like, Batman just he's just not Batman in the movie. Like, they try to make him funny and do all this other weird stuff. Yeah, it's and weird. And he already looks. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of how Zack Snyder has designed this Batman. I think they've gone backwards to sort of a chunkier, <laughs> like can't chunky. move his neck again. And, and he's in the daytime a lot, which I think, you know, aesthetically just looks a bit strange. But I agree, like the, the Justice League version of it was, you know, 10 times worse than that. Clarice, how do you feel about Snyder in general, the Snyder cut campaign? And now how do you feel now that you've finally seen all four hours of it? I think like, you know, from my perspective as a film critic, <laughs> I... What sort of frustrates me a little bit about the Snyder Cut is that I feel like we haven't had the conversations that we really needed to have after the whole situation with the, the theatrical cut of Justice League because that was such an opportunity to really talk about the treatment of creatives by studios because what happened to Zack Snyder was just awful. Like mm -hmm. He had this horrific personal tragedy and then was not given the room to process that grief and to really channel it into his work because the studio had hired somebody that they had immediately lost faith in. Yeah, you know, before like, they even started the shooting, point? they were worried about what exactly. was going on. Why hire him? If, if you didn't think he was the right guy for the job, they should have gotten a different director off the bat. Like, and, and I think all those conversations have been lost a little bit because Warner Brothers have been given a bit of, of like, like a an out because <laughs> they can just release this movie and it's kind of like a half-assed apology to Zack Snyder and and instead of like really going okay right we need to we need to look internally about how we're making our movies 
they've just gone, oh, well, you've got your, your Snyder cut. And and we went the opposite. We didn't give him any notes at all. So it's four hours. You, so, <laughs> and it's it just successively you know Zack Snyder. I know this might sound exhausting, but I think there is a better cut in there still. Like, I think this, that, no, I know, I know I, that he's I just agree. basically going, I'll give you I all of it now. Agree. Like, I, like, I might as well just put all of it in there. But I think there is a good three-hour version of this film. Yeah, but that's not the point. I agree. Like, yeah. now it's just like, you know what? I might not get the chance to yeah. ever do this again. So yeah, here's I everything don't, I want I, to do. I, he, like, I get why he did it. I get why he wanted to do the four-hour version. But I agree that, like... There's a difference between too many studio notes and no studio notes whatsoever. <laughs> like, it seems like I'm sure he did. I'm sure he talked to a lot of different people, but this seems like a film in which there was no other input from anybody, even and though I there were multiple kind editors. Kind of love that. Yeah, I, what? I don't of, understand I what's, what's the issue with that. But admire the fact that this is just an act of tremendous passion. That. And it's about Batman and Superman, which is very silly. And, <laughs> you know, it's, I can't help but find it a bit funny that, you know, Zack Snyder's got this myth, you know, this obsession with myths and legends and gods. And he's treating these modern superheroes with that same, you know, That's what they are, treatment. though. That's exa- yeah, they are modern versions of that. But I do find it a little bit funny inherently. I, but I, does, yeah. that doesn't take away from his voice. Like, I can't help but respect and admire the fact that he came back and did everything he possibly could with all the love and all the passion to make this exactly what he wanted it to be and ultimately i think it's the most i've ever enjoyed one of his films this is but this is like this is why he can put that level of energy in and this is why the fans have this level of energy for it because it's like like, i love all of the marvel movies and all of that but this is just legitly like a comic book. The whole, the whole thing, and he just gives you everything. And I, I, I just love that about it. That it's like, there's parts where you're like, oh yeah, this could get cut out. This doesn't need to be here. Yeah, this is, this is maybe too much. Or this is on the nose. But yeah, this is what we actually wanted. We wanted Zack Snyder's hundred percent vision of it, and this is it. Like, I mean. I like I said, I just think it's a win for the fans, for us. But then, like, is there any... This is the thing, like, I agree, like, it's exactly what fans wanted, but, like, what about the rest of us? (laughs) Sure, it's (laughs) optional to watch. It's optional. Yeah, but, like, what? I don't really understand the point of spending $70 million on a movie that's only for, like, a very small group of people. I think you said it in your written review, like... Clarice, I think you said, I don't know who this is for other than the people that demanded that it exists. Yeah. And, and like, I think that's true. Uh, yeah. But I didn't demand that it exists. I didn't fight specifically for it to exist, but I'm, I fight for this sort of stuff to exist because I think an art... And to see such passion for an artist's interpretation of something in this world, I think, is incredible. Especially because I agree, Joe, I'm a big fan of the Marvel stuff. But when I see a Marvel thing, I know that I'm going to see a Marvel movie. I don't think I'm going to see a particular director's interpretation within that world. They're not playing within that sandbox. The sandbox is the thing. And you just move the things around. Like, nobody gets to have their vision in a Marvel movie. Whereas Zack Snyder got to have... And I don't like his vision particularly. Like, I'm not a big fan of it. But I see it and I'm just like, I love that you got to do this. And I love that you got to do it on this scale with that much love behind you. I don't get why people like it, like him so much. But I can't help but respect it. The but wouldn't whole... it have been better if he had been allowed to do that? This is my frustration. It would have been better if he had been just been allowed to do that in 2017 Obviously. I think that's and that's the kind of like that's 
but I think a that's thing the that demonstration. I can't help but take away from it but is like, like, can't we just let artists do their thing? Like the thing you hiring them to do. It, I mean, it's the same with Suicide Squad. Sometimes I go back and watch that trailer that was released from Comic-Con all those years ago before they totally changed it. And I'm like, I wanted to see that film. Yeah, I, I mean, genuinely wanted to see that. That's the issue with WB as a whole. Do you know what I'm saying? I know, Clarice, you said before that, um, that why did they hire Zack Snyder to do it and then let him go? And I think it's because they're reacting to what's actually going on at current time with the the backlash people are now like oh we don't like batman versus superman all of that and they're like oh he's already started we'll just replace him with the avengers guy yeah like, they're being reactive to that well now they've got just, james gunn doing a suicide squad movie because yeah. they tried to rip off Guardians, Guardians of the, Galaxy. the Galaxy. just, just yeah. get the like, guy who did it yeah that's the that's the big issue with them and if they just let Zack snyder run the whole thing or oversee the whole thing his like the whole universe it will just be better i know you guys might be like no we don't want well, that this but is it. you might not want to be buy better. into that voice some people don't like marvel like some people yeah. just won't don't want to buy into that that tone and that voice i probably this is my frustration with Zack snyder's justice league is that i think there are moments in it for example spoilers everybody i'm sure that you're not watching this if you haven't seen it when the flash turns back time like that moment for me was like this is fucking cool but I wish I felt something for it because I think ultimately the biggest issue with this movie is it's a four-hour version of something that could be shorter because we could have built up to it with individual movies. I wish we'd had a Flash movie. I wish we'd had a Cyborg movie. I wish we'd had an Aquaman movie that existed in the same universe that built up to this. Obviously, that's what they should have done. I don't agree. Like, I, I, mean, just, I just think it, every, every you movie it starts allow in the middle. It, any room to, to breathe or, or for you to really invest in who they are. I don't think I should be seeing a scene where the Flash saves somebody who, you know, I know that she's going to turn out or would have turned out to be his love, but I don't need to see that in this. I shouldn't be seeing that in this movie when it's not relevant to the rest of the and film. And he just ogles her and it's weird because if you don't know the context that she's Iris West, it's like he's just staring at this woman yeah, as she it was, flings it was to her scene. death. Do you know what I mean? I but like the whole that Flash stuff, character as, that a, as a whole be in its is own weird. movie. I get that. But at the same time, it's like if we was talking about a movie that didn't have superheroes and there was a guy who saved a girl and we just kept it moving, no one would have an issue. The issue is that it's the Flash. Like, and I don't think that should be an issue. Like the way Marvel's done it now where they're sideline characters who have just been in a background for four movies and now getting fleshed out and doing their home thing. I think it's very similar to that. Like, I don't think you need to follow Marvel's pattern. I like how they went Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Justice League. And now if that branches off, the only, the only issue is like, making sure the right people are actually directing these movies but and not trying to fit into that Marvel I, I agree with what you're saying, but I think that you know, Marvel did that. They introduced Spider-Man in Civil War. They introduced Black Panther in Civil War. And then they sprung off into their own independent movie because they were small parts in, in that movie as part of a, a whole. Mm -hmm. Then you got to know them better individually. Yeah. If you brought it, like, you know, Wonder Woman was brought in in Batman vs Superman and then she got her own movie. And Which I still both think suck. You <laughs> I think the first Wonder Woman movie is, is, is I like some both of the strongest of stuff that they've done. Yeah, the, the, of DC altogether. In the, in the re most recent run, I think that the first Wonder Woman movie was I think one Woman, that I enjoyed as the whole the most. I think Wonder Woman 1 is is good, better than Wonder Woman 2, but yeah, I think Wonder Woman 2 is, is trash. I agree. I, I know that Clarice doesn't it's agree. Fine. But But what I'm saying <laughs> is that in, in this Justice League movie, it feels like Zack Snyder had to pack as much stuff in as he, want, as he could 
because there wasn't time to build up who these people were before this huge no, team. I agree. Movie. I mean, in Batman versus that's Superman, what I think is the ultimate flaw with it. In Batman versus Superman, it's called Dawn of Justice. They've got the clips of Cyborg scene, which they didn't. Oh, but that's the worst that thing back. about that movie is like, it, oh, they've just found an MP4 file of these characters. The they have all the little logos. The execution of it is very bad, <laughs> and that doesn't but, feel like Snyder to me. That feels like someone has forced that into that movie. But then, yeah, okay, that might have been forced into the movie by the studios, but obviously that was still the plan he was working with going into making a Justice League movie, whether it's his plan or not it's in there and that's the introduction of it so i can understand why it's in justice league but for me like that's i don't mind it personally i don't even i don't really like the flash character in the movie at all mm-hmm. um i would like to see a cyborg movie but at the same time i do feel like i get a good feel of cyborg in this movie so i'm good to see where they go with it next do you think that they're gonna restore the snyderverse <sighs> i really hope so but I just don't see WB getting smart overnight. So I'm just unsure. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, I think we're in a point now where multiple versions of things can kind of exist simultaneously. I wouldn't mind having Patterson, Battinson (laughs) and Batfleck. I wouldn't mind. Like, I I don't think you can have too much of that stuff right now. Yeah, I don't understand the notion that you can't have multiple Batmans in films... At, at the same, I don't even understand that concept. And DC should, can, they've got an option to make this how their actual comic book universe is because in their comic book universe, there are multiple Batmans, mm-hmm. multiple Jokers. So you should be doing that across your film media anyway. Like you've got a perfect excuse to have a Batman movie coming out every year with different Batman. Like it's, it's actually mind blowing to me that someone's not sitting down telling these guys this or how why they don't think that can work. Clarice, what is your... I just want to finish by talking about your experience with the fans of this stuff because I think it's important for us to address it because I, I, I'm in the corner of people fighting for the art that they want to see and an artist that they support, but they haven't all gone about it in a very nice way. I would say that some people have been bullies and also do the exact opposite of what Zack Snyder would want, especially under the circumstances in which he had to leave this project originally. Well, that's the, yeah, you've, you've hit the nail right on the head. Like, yeah, I, I wrote a negative review of it and got, you know, harassed for, for half a week. And it was pretty unpleasant. Like a bunch of unpleasant stuff was said towards me, even though I think, you know, I, this is the thing with, critics you know I don't go out of my way to be means to stuff like I I don't know Zack Snyder (laughs) I have nothing against him um you know I just gave what my opinion of the film was and and yeah and I think that behavior is really unfair to Zack Snyder who's a guy who has always had such enthusiasm and passion for what he does and I only hear great things from his cast and crew. Like he seems people to, seem to love working really with good relationships with the people that he works with. And I just cannot imagine that like this guy would love seeing the stuff that's being tweeted like in his name. And I know it's not literally in his name, but you know, and, and it's tough for me because you know I want to keep a really like good and optimistic view of Zack Snyder and the stuff that he does, but it's hard to feel like. 
yay, Snyder Cut, <laughs> when you open your Twitter account. That's kind of the attitude and... I was going into it with as well. Mm. You know, the idea that I wasn't really looking forward to this because I've never been a massive fan of his stuff anyway, but also the noise that's been happening for the last four years has given me sort of a sour impression of it. But then knowing people like Joe, you must feel like these people don't represent me and my passions. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like, like, like if they're just dickheads, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well said. Like, I well mean, said. that's just what it is. Like, and I don't feel like this should dampen your feeling towards the artist. Like, it's you know, it's so far removed. Like, you've we've already explained it. Like, it's so far removed from who he is and what he's trying to get out there. Like, we can't just, do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. hate on this because random fan in basement X said whatever do you know what i'm saying that person's just got an issue do you know what i'm saying yeah but i uh, and they're not uh, even the fans that the the studios are listening to anyway no do you know what i'm saying but i think the thing that frustrates me is like it is it's not just like some random asshole it's like there there's something and it's i'm not it's not just snyder fans it's marvel fans star wars fans it's happening across all fandoms there is this weird sort of like aggressiveness forming where people are like so they've made the film their identity yeah. and so like by a person criticizing a film and this is the thing if whenever i say i don't like a film it's like I am fully aware that it's a subjective opinion and that people will disagree with me. And like and that, that makes, yeah. And I'm not making a moral judgment on the kind of person who enjoys Zack Snyder's Justice League, however harsh I may be about it. And I really wasn't that harsh, but anyways. <laughs> and, and this is the thing. It's like, if we need to remember that like these movies are not, the things that we love are not our identities. Like the, there's a separation between the person and art and and when we're talking about art, we're just discussing ideas. Totally. And contrasting opinions are great and interesting. And it's like instead of being angry because somebody criticized something you love, like Listen. Th yeah, think about it. Cause it it's it's you may not, not have about to, you don't have to agree. But they uh, that's the thing, it's not about questioning the thing you love. I often find that when I read critical things of things I really enjoy, it only like makes me love the thing more because I realize, oh, I really disagree because there are all these things. It's like talking about birds of prey. It's like I was listening to all the criticism. I was like, okay, I hear it, but this makes me love it more because it makes it's me how realize. how I feel about Tenet, you know? Exactly, it makes you realize like, oh, no, this is why this, this thing works is so special to me. And I just want to bring this to a close and just say that if you're passionate about something, that's great. If somebody else doesn't like the thing that you like, they're not trying to convince you that you're wrong. They just don't see things the way that you do, and that's okay. You don't have to be, this doesn't have to be an insecurity. You're mm. allowed to like things, and no one is criticizing it and saying, this is why you shouldn't like it. I would say, like, I would have loved if the people, instead of the, the nasty stuff, just came and told had me Had a conversation why they loved with it. you? I would have been so open. Love and, a conversation. And I'm all, I've had really nice conversations with people who loved Justice League, and I just heard what their opinion was, and it was nice, and we didn't, we appreciated the fact that we had different perspectives on it. Yeah, I don't think the people who are harassing people will, will understand, like, can have that conversation, because they're, they're blinded by just you know what I'm saying what they love and what they hate I hope I have to hope that they can learn I have to <laughs> because because 
It's I, like I have the to, Dark Knight. You have to <laughs> battle for the soul of Gotham. Uh, the soul of fandom is gone. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. It, yeah, yeah, all right. Joker wins that one. Well, I think we can all agree that we should stop letting Jared Leto try and be the Joker. I think that's what we can all... Can we nah, all agree I, on that, I'm please? With it, I'm with it, I'm with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it in the yeah. Snyderverse. The future version of it, yeah. The um, Suicide Squad version of it, no. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening or watching this bonus episode of The Screen Test. If you enjoyed this, there's more. And we end up having chats with other people as well about some of the best films that have ever been made. So if you would like to, to listen to that or watch that, there'll be a link in the description. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you to both of you. And I'll see you all soon. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.